This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Our weekly one to 10 check-in has Callie and I both at very similar numbers. I have beef with something that she shared on Instagram, and I take that up with her, and an idea popped into my head on a way to honor my mom on the day that she passed. And I hope that everybody who hears it does this because I think it would make the world a better place. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, December 9th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a good roll. Roll as in? A sandwich roll. Oh, yeah, because, you know, there is quite a big difference between a good one and a bad one. 100%. And a bad roll, I'm thinking of the French dip that I had for lunch yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was on a really fresh, good roll that wasn't too meaty. Mm -hmm. It wasn't disproportionately meaty to the sandwich. Mm -hmm. And that's worth being grateful for. Had that roll been stale, or the, you know, sometimes the inside of the roll is super fresh, but the the crust is cr- too crunchy. Mm-hmm. That's not a quality roll. This yeah. is just the perfect roll. So I'm grateful for a good roll. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for my watch. I don't realize how often per day I check my watch for time until I'm not wearing it. Yeah, yeah. And then I suddenly feel lost, even though I always have my phone with me. I'm like, wait, what? Ah! It's like. I suddenly feel naked and like, I don't know what's going on in the world, even though I really don't even check email from my Apple watch. Like I just check the time. I just look at the time, see what's going on. All right. Check the weather. Good. Um, Next next time you see me mindlessly scrolling through the Instagrams or whatever, just Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch doing nothing else. Remind me that I want to take more advantage of what my watch has to offer. Yeah. Because it really does have so many capabilities that I uh-huh. think you and I, I mean, I think our iPhones have a lot of capabilities that we don't even tap into. Yeah, the iPhone is the iPhone. The iPhone to me is a camera that I can happen, I happen to be, be able to text message from, mm-hmm. you know. My watch, I think there's just a lot that I'm not doing mm-hmm. on it. And I have all the apps and stuff. I mean, the number one use of my watch is one of the watch faces is a purple uh, unicorn that Ellie, that if you touch it, it smiles at you. <laughs> I have no, I what's have, not to love about that. I don't even know where it came from. Ellie somehow found it cause she loves to play with the, the watch face. And so every time I put the watch on and I'm around her, I swipe it so that that's the face. face? And then mm-hmm. she uses it more than I do. So I yeah, do. she loves to play with that. First, first world problem. I've got an, I got myself an Apple watch and I really, the only thing I use it for is a smiling unicorn picture. You done? I yeah. thought you were going to say something else. No, that's it. On a scale of one to 10, Jeff Dollar, how are you doing this week? 
9.85. Oh my goodness. I cannot remember the last time this happened. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, I am so excited that, um, your, I don't even know what to say about your job. My corporate job. Your corporate job. I don't even know what to say about it because it, it the it's somehow changing. We don't know how it is going to change yet. But what we do know is that you don't have to, your alarm never has to go off before whenever you want it to. If you want to start getting up at 6 a.m. to go for a, a jog, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But you are not mandated to be anywhere at 4 a.m. And to, I, it's just such a game changer. And, and I am sorry if you're sick of me talking about this or us talking about it on the show. But it, 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 it is. I am so excited. Everything feels reinvigorated by it. Um, because, I mean, our relationship feels reinvigorated. Our family time reels feels reinvigorated. Our business feels reinvigorated and neither one of us. Well, Jeff says he kind of knew I had no idea. No, I didn't know what to attribute it to. I knew that there was, I knew that there was a glitch in the matrix. Mm-hmm. I did not know that it was connected to your to those early morning work hours. Yeah. And as much as it was. Yeah. Because every decision, everything was a rush. Like every, after I got home from work, everything was a rush of let's make the most of the hours that we have in the rest of the day. So it was, it was almost like a stopwatch started when I got home at like one o'clock and it's like, okay, we have five hours. How do we make the most of these five hours and also be parents and also be in a relationship and also record a podcast and also take care of our other 1022 clients and also find new 1022 clients and also go to the dentist and also go get a haircut and also go get an oil change and also go to the grocery store. Right. So I think everything, like when we hit that stopwatch, we were just constantly prioritizing and there was this energy of panic in our house of got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done. So it was just, I think uh, it was creating tension in our house and we just thought, oh, we're busy people and we have a toddler. So life is stressful. And then it's like, since you know, I was working from home for a week. And then when we found out that I wasn't going to be on the same shift anymore, um, we, it was like an instant tension released in our house. And it's really weird. Like Jeff was able, Jeff went to lunch with a friend this week, which he hasn't done forever. I took Ellie to school this week, which I didn't get to do unless I was working from home. Um, I, but even then I went, I, I want to say, because I, I feel like if, if you have never worked, if you're listening to this and you've never worked an off shift or a third shift or overnights, this sounds like such a first world problem slash privileged point of view thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to be the case. This is a really unique situation. And I, it, I hope that it sheds some light on the stress that an atypical work schedule can create on someone's life outside of 
just having to get up in the middle of the night or just having to work overnights mm -hmm. because it, I know everybody's busy and I know that everybody has a busy life and they have multiple things going on. There's just an added tension that comes from having a limited amount of hours to do it in. And the only thing that I can kind of equate it to is if, if you know that you have something to do at 6 PM from the, that's really, that's vitally important from the minute you wake up in the morning, you're counting down to 6 PM. Right. That's what it's like every single day. And I think that's what it was like when I did mornings mm -hmm. and I never realized it. Yeah. So if, 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 if this does not, if, if this just sounds like a couple of privileged people complaining about their privileged situation, sorry, if you work a third shift, an overnight shift, odd hours, if you have a, a, a schedule that bends, you know, it's different every week or whatever, just know that we see you mm -hmm. and be strong because it, it is, it is tough. It impacts a lot of other things in your life, even little things like, you know, we've had so many conversations in our house of Jeff's like, I need more help around here to which I would always say back, what more do you want from me? I'm getting up in the middle of the night. I'm going to work. I'm working a second job. We have a toddler. I'm trying to be like, so we had that conversation like over and over and over again. And I think the problem wasn't the two jobs. The problem was me being so emotionally exhausted by 12 PM every day that I didn't have any energy for anything else, including you and Ellie, you know? And, well, also I wasn't able to identify what when you would say, well, what more do you need me to do? There was nothing specific that, that I needed you to, to do. What I should have been saying is we need to stop racing the clock in this house. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and that has instantly gone away. And I think if the opportunity that they offer you to continue your employment is a typical nine to five situation, mm -hmm. I, th and you take it, I think the, I don't think that tension will be as present. No, I 100% agree. At all. You know what I'm I thought it, yeah, I thought it was working two jobs. It's not, it's working it's atypical that, hours. It's that shift. So, uh, yeah, third shifters, weird shifters, overnighters, off hour worker people. It's hard. It's hard. We see you. You got this on a scale of one to 10. How are you? I thought you were going to forget to ask me. No, of course not. Um, I am a nine. I'm really good. I feel like I got the framework for like my quote unquote, like my new life, like a new chapter of my life kind of set this week. Um, and I feel good about the start of that. I think next week will be more of like the first really on schedule, you know, week that we make big changes in our, in our house. Um, but we had a couple friends get really disappointing health news this week. And that has been really bumming me out. Or maybe it was like two weeks ago. It's been, um, it, it's been each week for the past two weeks. We just got really each week for the past three weeks. We just got really bummer news 
all related to health. Yeah. And from people that we love so much. So it's kind of, you know, it's one of these things in life where like, you know, that at some point in your life, you're going to know someone that gets sick or that something happens. That's very tragic to someone that you love or whatever else. Um, but man, when it happens, it's just, it, I don't know. It feels like it's just a, it's just sad. It's sad. It's the, the, the news, it, the news that, that we got, we're not being secretive. They're just people that you don't know. No. Yeah. So it's not, we're not, you know, our families are fine and, and, and whatnot. But, um, in all of the cases, the news was just, it's, it's a thing where there's nothing anybody can do and everything seems, is the word trite? Nothing. There's, there's no way we can help other than being supportive friends and, right. and, and kind people. And all for me, for, for a person like me, who's a fixer, I'm like, what do you need? You need to, so you need uh, some blood. I'll donate blood. You need surgery. I'll go, I'll, let me go to med school real quick. I want to fix it all. Mm-hmm. And it's just not, you just can't do it. In it's some, not fixable. Some cases, you know? yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. So, so how does that translate to you being a nine? It seems like such bummer news. Well, it is. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks, but I think, you know, I, I just, I'm, I personally am doing really well, but oh, it's it. really hard yeah. to hear multiple times in a short amount of time that people that you love are sick or battling something. And it just, I, if it weren't for the, those types of news, like I would be amazing, but I just have like a little hole in my heart right now yeah. for my friends that are really struggling. I want to say something. I'm going to try to say this without crying. Cause it just popped into my head and I started to tear up just thinking about it. Um, today is the anniversary of my mom passing away. Yeah. And the, the, the year that she passed. Um, and I think even last year, uh, a bunch of upsiders went out and, and did these things and they called do it, do it for Donna, mm-hmm. do it for the Donna. And it was, it was super sweet. And I have a cha- a holiday related challenge. That's a little bit connected to what you just said. And it's connected to my mom. Mm-hmm. But when I was 12 years old, my mom got really, really sick and, uh, it changed our lives forever. One of the things that I remember being cognizant of as a teenager is is before she got sick we had and my mom was the mayor any anywhere she walked into she was the mayor mm-hmm. right um even after she got sick she sick she held court in whatever room she was in she was just in fewer rooms after right. she got sick but before she got sick we would get so many holiday cards. We had a kind of an uh, an archway. I don't know what it's called between two rooms mm-hmm. of our house, and both sides of the archway there would be cards taped up, and then they would be on the tables, and they'd be. It, it was it was an embarrassment of holiday card love in our house, and after she got sick, every year. Th- there just got to be fewer and fewer and, and fewer. And I know as an adult, like a logical adult looking back on it, 
people were updating their lists. We probably didn't send, you know, my mom was the one who sent the cards for the family. Right. So she was not sending cards. So we fell off lists and fell out of touch and, and whatnot. And this is before, I mean, I was 12 when she got sick. So there was no internet. Right. You know, right. People just, they might not even have known, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it was a, you know, you know, friend, long distance friend or whatever. Anyways. Um, I think that if we all could identify as we do our holiday cards this year, identify people that you have maybe never sent a card to, or that you used to send a card to, but you haven't recently and send them a holiday card. Yes. I love that idea. Because it like for me, it was, I know it didn't mean that we had, we were loved less, but I don't know. It was just kind of, it just feels good to get them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so you said, like, when, when you pointed out that that uh, today is, is the anniversary and you asked me if I wanted to say anything about it, I, I, did, I, I didn't have anything, but that just popped into my head. And, and so I want to make sure that all of those families, but maybe we don't even, maybe the people... Maybe we send cards to our friends, but we try to get the addresses of their family members, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe we've met just once or twice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not that it's not that it. the more cards you get, the more loved you are, but it could make a difference yeah. in what someone's going through and what they're dealing with. Right. It's just this a, year. It's just a smile. Yeah. You know? So I love that. Uh, you posted something on Instagram related to what we were just talking about. Mm hmm. And I have beef with it. You said that what, after Ellie was born, at some point you had a little mindset shift mm-hmm. and your corporate job became your side hustle mm-hmm. as 1022 projects and Ellie became bigger parts of your life. Yes. Here's why I have beef with that. You don't do anything as a side hustle. <laughs> and I think you are... doing yourself a disservice by diminishing what you contributed to that job and, and the value of your role. I mean, I don't know how layoffs or whatever are determined, but not a lot of people made the cut. You're one of them. Yeah. That's not because you were treating that like a secondary job. I don't think that's capable of you. I don't. I don't think you're capable of that. I think if if Ellie tomorrow wanted to put a hot chocolate stand on the corner, that would be a that would be a success if you were involved in it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a really nice compliment, Jeff Dollar. I didn't mean it like I was treating it as a side hustle emotionally. What I meant was. Um, we decided that there was a very definitive point. I remember the day that we talked about it when I was on maternity leave where we're like, okay, we're either going to have the upside and promote that and put our money and our marketing focus behind just the upside, or we're going to turn this into a business that helps other people create podcasts and use what we know to help other people and to tell stories and to do all of these things. And if we're going to do that, it needs more of my time, my attention, my opinion. It needs more of my hand on it. Cause you were like, I can't do this alone. So I think it wasn't a, so when we decided that 
things started happening and going really well. And in the course of like six months, why are you laughing? Because when you said things started happening in my head, I heard somebody going, things are happening in a, in a, a Michael Scott voice. And yeah. I don't, I don't know it's why. Happening. Yeah. Every single. Um, so we, you know, with that in mind, and I don't think it was like, we need to go get new clients. We need to do this. But just when it becomes, it was almost like manifesting that we wanted to grow our company. Yeah. And in the span of like six months, our company went from being like, 40% of our income, maybe 50, maybe half of it to almost all of it. And so when I said side hustle, I meant kind of like a financial oh, side okay. hustle. Like okay. I didn't mean that it didn't get my attention because it 1000% did clearly because I've been exhausted at home. Yeah, got it. Okay. Um, but well, financially there was a shift where, you know, cause everybody's like, oh my gosh, but what if, you know, I, and it stemmed from people asking online, well, are you super stressed about your corporate job and, and all of this? And, and my answer is no, um, the benefits are crucially important to us because we're about to to start IVF, but yeah, not, not emotionally, but yeah. you know, financially. Okay. So right, yeah, cool. it's just, I was just clearing that up. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's comedy club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage. Dad. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing. It was on the house. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Thrive Cosmetics has got a sweet deal for the holidays that gives back. So 45% off of their Thrive Cosmetics holiday sets. Now, this is for a limited time. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, and it's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. That's all of their products. Also, cause is in the name for a reason, because every purchase that we make supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I have been using Thrive Cosmetics for a couple of years, and one of them is their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I love it. It's like a tube formula mascara, so it slides on really easily, and then it kind of slides off when you're ready to take it off. It doesn't smudge, it doesn't clump, it doesn't flake off, and you don't have to use soap to remove it. You just use warm water and a washcloth glides right off. Then Brilliant Eye Brightener. I love it because it gives you a little like awakening to your eyes. It makes you look a little bit more awake. So you apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look like you've had plenty of sleep, even if you haven't. And it also makes you look like you really know how to do your makeup when maybe you don't like me. Celebrate the season of giving and try Thrive Cosmetics today. Right now, you can get up to 45% off their best-selling products when you purchase select holiday sets by visiting thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside to start shopping for their holiday sets. I love convenience and nothing is more convenient than liquid IV. The packaging, it sits right in your glove compartment 
It sits in your desk drawer at work. It sits in your pocket, and it's there when you need it. One little packet of liquid IV powder dissolved in 16 ounces of water gives you a delicious way to accelerate the hydration you need to be your best self. We've all had those days at the office where we're just not feeling it. We can't focus. We can't concentrate. We can't remember what we thought about or wanted to do yesterday and or even before lunch. Something's just off. You might be dehydrated. So break out that liquid IV, dissolve it in one little bottle of water, and you're going to get vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin B, I'm sorry, and vitamin C right into your system super fast. You're going to start to feel the effects almost immediately. The brain fog is going to lift and you're going to be back to your 100% self because you're probably dehydrated. You can get your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you shop better hydration at liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything with code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Who doesn't love a great meal day with things you're excited about and for kids, projects, hands-on projects? Well, that is what KiwiCo delivers. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're giving so much more than a toy this holiday season. They're gonna get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age appropriate and seriously fun. Now they have something for kids of all ages. There's all different crates. So we got Ellie her first one when she was just a couple of months old. And the one that we got was developed in partnership with Seattle Children's Hospital. And there were developmental activities for her that I didn't even know were important for a three month old. So KiwiCo was teaching me a lot and also teaching her a lot. We've also gotten some crates for our friends with older kids and they love doing the projects together with their family. So it's a really cool, unique gift for kids of all ages this holiday season. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash upside. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I forgot to mention this on the show yesterday, but um, the Meghan and Harry documentary is officially out. It's through Netflix, and they're releasing it in two parts. So I think there's like three episodes that came out yesterday, and then three more that are coming out, I don't know, sometime next week. I started watching it. Jeff, I started watching it without you because I figured you would have zero interest, but it's something that everyone is talking about. I know. I'm actually interested in it. Um, Do you want me to press pause? Let me see if I can squeeze in some time and and get caught up because I'm I'm interested in it. I'm interested in the story. I've kind of become a Queen Elizabeth II stan. Oh, you have? Over the past, I don't know, I think since she's... I've really become a fan of her since she died. Jeff is such a bandwagoner with everything. The re- the reason is that family, the whole concept of a royal family, is it's it's fairy tale. It's imaginary, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And but apologies to anybody British who's listening or from from any of the countries that that you know the have, Commonwealth, have the Commonwealth, States. yeah. Um, but 
The fact that she was able to, for the entirety of her life, she was able to navigate this fairy tale existence thing, this this symbolic living, breathing thing, and navigate it from when she ascended to the throne to her passing, and and it it's there's. People still waited days mm-hmm. to pay their respects to her. Hundreds of thousands of people. I know. I know. There's team. You know, team Sussexes and team other. Whoever. Yeah, I don't think we're playing that, but we're not keep we're, going. No, people. Isn't it? Isn't oh, people like. I think. Yeah, keep going. I, what, I feel Sorry. like I said something I shouldn't have said. No, I just feel like people are pitting them against each other. I take the stance that you shouldn't pit people against each other. Oh no, I'm just saying. I I feel like there's there's a relevancy because people are still interested in it. Mm-hmm. And it just would have been so easy for the Royal family to kind of fade away during Queen Elizabeth's reign mm-hmm. as the world evolved around them, but they evolved with it. And I just think it's remarkable. And she has to get that credit because she's the head of it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I just, th- I, I don't know. That's, that's all. But yes, I, how, how much, how many minutes have you watched approximately? Um, I have watched one full episode, which is like an hour. Yeah. And I think 20 minutes of the second episode. All right. I'm going to try to get caught up. We can watch it together. Um, okay. So you have. Oh. I can't believe you watch it without me. You Sussex. <laughs> You're so dumb. Um, but yes, I would like to talk about it after we both watch it. So your homework assignment, Jeff, this weekend is to like get caught up. Okay. Okay. On it. Okay, perfect. Uh, The three random things today brought to you by our friends at Cozy Earth. A reminder for holiday shopping. Nothing is more lovely than the gift of Cozy. And you can get 40% off everything that Cozy Earth sells by going to kellyandjeff.com slash sleep. Your first random thing is love at first sight is a scientifically proven real thing. It takes one fifth of one second for the euphoria-inducing chemicals to start acting on the brain when you look at that special someone. They did brain imaging studies and broke the brain down into 12 different areas, and uh, the the areas that are related to positive emotion, love, uh, uh, you know, love stuff, good mm-hmm. things, um, all get a hit from these chemicals this, boom, that fast, boom. When you see something that you love, like a puppy or a piece Did of Did you fall in cake. love with me at first sight? Boom. No. Really? Yeah. You How long did it love? take? I don't know. I'll let you know when it happens. Your second random thing for today is Hartsfield Jackson is the busiest airport in the world. It's been like top two, top one or two for a while, right? Um, there are 95.5 million passengers and 930,000 takeoffs and landings every year at Hartsfield-Jackson. And I will defend our airport to my dying breath. It is the best airport in the world. There was that meme going around last week. You shared it about how uh, protective Atlantans are about their airport, about Hartsfield-Jackson. And it's so true. It is so true. I had one person in my Instagram DMs was like, I hate that airport. It's so ridiculous and hard or whatever. I'm telling you, I have been to so many airports, nothing beats ATL. The only airport that I would say is easier is Syracuse, New York. And that's simply because- It's so tiny. It's so tiny. There's one wing of gates. There's one area for baggage claim and it's a 
less than a 10 minute walk from one to the other. But like for what they do and the amount of people. Yes. Nobody is more efficient. Nobody is more efficient. Yeah. Uh, the average American worker is at a new job for a full, oh, this is your third random thing. The average American worker is at a new job for a full year and seven months before they feel like they're thriving. That's what research shows. 79% of respondents to the survey uh, say that they feel anxious or isolated when <laughs> they start a new job. Uh, and uh, the, this is, by the way, they talked to 2,000 people, so it's not like a small sample. It's a, it's a big sample. Uh, and the um, headline is that people say they don't truly feel comfortable at a job until they have been there for uh, that sounds like so long. 19 months. Whew, that's a long time. Those are your three random things. Our beautiful human alert is how we like to give, get you off, send you off on Hello? your way to the world. Okay, sorry. Let me say that again. I don't want to say that on our podcast. You're not going to edit that out, are you? I didn't hear anything. I need to learn how to edit podcasts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on Fridays, we like to send you off into the world with a story that's going to fill your heart. Is that better? Uh, yeah. That's sure. our beautiful human alert. Um, this one is uh, about a California second grader. His name is Anthony Cordova Jr. And his teacher shared a letter that he wrote to Santa Claus. And I wanted to share it to all of you and particularly to Jeff because Anthony is Jeff's people. Ho, ho, ho. Dear Santa, this year, what I want is different. I am not asking for any toys. All I want is for people that don't have homes. I want all of those people to have one. Uh, and all of the people that have a disability, I want them to not. And for Aww. there to be world peace. I wish that there were more kindness in the world. All I want for myself is for me to not to have lung problems and for no one to starve. I want for no more world hunger. I know you can't get me that for Christmas, but I believe that you could. Love, Anthony Cordova Jr. Oh, That's so cool. When... Is the next, second grade. When's the next election? Because I would like to vote for him. Yes. Are we, are we two years away? Um, yeah, yeah. We're two years away. What What are we voting for? President Anthony Cordova Jr. for president. Anthony Cordova Jr., you are this week's Upside Beautiful Human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. A couple of times now, Callie and I have been to restaurants and when we are being seated, they inform us of a time limit on the table. I hate that. I know, but I, I don't love it either. But I'm trying to be, uh, what is it, empathetic or sympathetic to the to the restaurant mm -hmm. industry if they're short staffed or you know they, they they just can't afford to have people camping out at a table for three hours. I, I, whatever, whatever the reason is, I don't love it, but it's fine. Uh, yesterday when I went to lunch, I wish the restaurant that I went to enforced that rule because I screwed up. We made a lunch, I made a lunch reservation. I made it for the wrong location. Um, this place is, if you're in Atlanta, it's Houston's, which is always packed. And lunch. you were so proud of yourself yeah. for making that reservation. You're like, I thought about it ahead of time. Yep. I'm going with my friends. No, no wait list. I'm on the list. I'm, I'm, I made a reservation for the store that was six miles away. Anywho, 
So we end up going in and we're waiting for seats at the bar. And there are two people sitting at the end of the bar and they were nursing the same drinks mm. when we stepped up to the bar to start waiting for our table, the same drinks as they were when we ate our meal, had our drink, and then left. Oh, no. And I know it was the same drink because I became obsessed with them and I was watching them. I do feel like that's pretty rude because at that point you're fighting against, like if you're gonna be sitting somewhere and you're gonna keep ordering and driving up your tab and tipping people more and whatever, great. But if you're taking up someone's real estate and you're not running up your tab, to me, that is incredibly rude. Hopefully they tip the server. Like go sit in a park. Right. You know? Yeah. Hey guys, it's Liz. Um, Callie, as the mom of a kid who has to be gluten-free, I'm so appreciative that you got um, gluten-free snacks for the drivers because you just never know what someone's needs are. Um, and the Annie's gluten-free um, granola bars are one of my daughter's favorite brands if we don't make them at home. So you rock. Um, hope you guys are great. Bye. I am dying for you guys to use the cameras and film your uh, podcast because... The fact that Jeff had his hair in the ponytail again with glitter, if that happens, you can't take it out. Like, you have to film with that. Please. Bye. Jeff, I 100% agree that that's a quick baby because I buy my family their presents. My husband buys his family their presents. Therefore, I do not buy my in-laws presents, and my husband does not buy my family's presents, his in-laws presents. Okay. That's all I had to say. Bye. So I used MapQuest about two months ago. I had a bunch of things I had to deliver for um, a, a program my daughter does, and I had to go to people's houses. So I plugged all the houses in, and I said, give me a route that is, you know, a big loop. And it figured it out, put it all together, and I printed out the papers and used MapQuest to get there. So, yeah. MapQuest is still alive and kicking. Bye. Callie, coming from a fellow UPS driver, thank you and we love you. We wish more houses would be like yours with snacks outside. We look forward to those stops. We appreciate those stops. And don't worry about if somebody doesn't like your snacks. We still appreciate the fact that you tried. And we are just like, oh, that was sweet. We appreciate them and we go on about our day. But... You sound like you have fantastic snacks. The chocolates and the treats are always favorites. Of course, it's not as easy to do in the summertime, but this time of year, if you want to be the real MVP, the little Christmas tree, little Debbie cake. Girl, you'll be the favorite, I swear. Thank you. We love you. You guys have a Merry Christmas. 